You are Locked On Royals, your daily Kansas City Royals podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it going on the Locked On Royals podcast, a part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Ryland Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Ryland underscore Styles. That is at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S. On today's show, we're going to talk some baseball, and we're going to talk about how the Miami Marlins officially hired the first female general manager uh, to ever be the GM for a major uh, professional sport, again, especially in baseball. And, and she is a very good hire. Her name is Kim Ang, and she has won multiple World Series, has been involved with the Yankees and involved with the Dodgers organizations, and has just had a really good resume. And I think that this move is is not one that is only a token move. I think that she has clearly deserved it, clearly put in the work, and clearly has done everything that she needed to do leading up to this point. And I think that's where the conversation has to stop. I don't think that there's anything more to say than that. And you know, she, she deserves this job. She's going to have the opportunity to prove herself at this job. I don't think that for all the reports out there about Derek Jeter, I don't think that he will overstep and he will uh, really just have her there as the face of the baseball operations but not making the call uh, from the baseball operations standpoint. I don't think that that would be the case at all. So at the end of the day, you just have to wait and see what happens. And there has been a ton of talk about, you know, this, it's about time, or, or, or still crucifying baseball for actually hiring her. Like, still, baseball is getting the backlash of all the times they didn't hire a female GM. And I, and I just don't understand why. Would her resume get her hired earlier if she was a man? Possibly. Possibly. She has a heck of a resume. A really, really good resume. But people get passed up all the time. Eric Bieniemy gets passed up for Adam Gase because Adam Gase is familiar. Eric Bieniemy is still an assistant coach. You know, Doug Peterson got passed up. Matt Nagy got passed up a couple times. It happens to everyone. It happens to everyone. I don't like... The now, now I've been critical of baseball for the entire year, but I don't like the you know hammering down of well, it's about time or what took so long or or this still isn't this still isn't good. No, this is a great thing. This is a positive thing. This is an awesome thing. She deserves it. She should have this job. And baseball doesn't deserve the negativity around this because the alternative is not to hire her. If this still is not good enough, or this still is not good, then why they even hire her? This is not a PR hire. They don't care what when you think she should have been hired. They don't care about any of that. They evaluated all of their candidates, and they said she's the very best one. 
that's where the conversation should end. She's the very best candidate for the Miami Marlins. Just as the Browns interviewed every candidate and said some random analytical guy from Minnesota whose name I don't even remember is their head coach today and not Eric Bieniemy, who everyone knows has a resume better than that. And everyone knows he has a resume that should have him as an NFL head coach today. And when he gets hired, it'll be the same conversation. What took so long? It should have happened already. Good for the Miami Marlins to get this great hire. She's an amazing hire. We'll see what happens next. We'll see what happens next. But I understand a one-liner of saying, wow, she deserved this a long time ago, but I'm glad she gets it now. Because that is true. She deserved it a long time ago. But there are people out there right now who are just constantly bringing it up of just, you know, how good her resume was or it took too long or why are they... In fact, one person literally said, why is baseball celebrating this as if she shouldn't have been hired years ago? This is still worth celebrating. A lot of things should have happened years ago that are worth celebrating today because they finally happened. I get being down on baseball. The sport of baseball has done more in the last year to turn me off, someone who's been a lifelong baseball fan, than you could ever dream. I never would have thought in a million years that I would be as down on this sport as I am today. But this is not one of the reasons why. This is a, this is a great thing for baseball. It's a great thing for Miami. And she will have the same control any other GM has, and she will have the same accountability any other GM has. And I hope that we take the next step with this. This is not a hire for PR. This is not a a token hire. This is not a, a mouthpiece for the organization. This is not any of that. She's a GM. And if you remember... The same way we used to look at female officials in, in football and in basketball, how it was, a, it was a big nuanced story and literally every single game, well, the female officials going to this game tonight or this game tonight. And now, okay, it, no one even notices whenever there's a female official there. The coaches, the players, the media, the fans, it, this is just commonplace because they deserve to be there. So she deserves to be in the Miami front office. And I hope that this is just the first step of many that get more women who are qualified to do this job into these positions. I understand why you would say it took too long because it did take too long. Her resume should have gotten her hired earlier. But to mention at one time is one thing. But literally in her press conference yesterday, people were still just praising her, you know, saying great hire, great hire. But then there was also some people who just wanted to be curmudgeons about everything and say, well, why are, why is baseball acting like this is such a big deal? Because it is a big deal. Because it is a big deal. This is awesome for baseball. Coming up, I want to talk about the MLB offseason. Back on the Locked On Royals podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your teams every day. I am your host, Rylan Styles. You can follow me on Twitter at Rylan underscore Styles. That is at R-Y-L-A-N underscore S-T-I-L-E-S on today's show. We're going to continue talking about the MLB post uh, offseason. So so I just want to mention now, and again, I, I hate to go back to being negative about the sport, but looking around what basketball is doing right now, I mean, how there's news breaking left and right, rumors breaking left and right, and, and fans are interested in the sport. 
the entire time. Baseball should have that every offseason. Because when you think about it, the baseball season ends in October, sometime in October. The next season ramps up and starts to begin in late January, early February. That is not a lot of time off. There should be rumors about players getting traded. There should be rumors about players getting going and signing elsewhere. Players need to get more drama. That's really what it comes down to. People need to care more about their baseball players, and their baseball players need to get more drama, and the owners have to be willing to pay money. They have to be willing to trade prospects. They have to be willing to improve their ball club. They have to be willing to do all those things. There is no reason why Bryce Harper, Manny Machado, people like that should be heading into training camp without a signed contract. Would Tom Brady ever go to training camp without a signed contract? Would you know, Giannis go to training camp without a signed contract? No. The NBA, the NFL, does such a great job of capitalizing on their offseason, and that is the big difference. There is nothing to talk about right now. Nothing. Absolutely nothing. If you want to try to host a daily baseball podcast, be my guest, because there is nothing to talk about. I also host a daily basketball podcast. A daily basketball podcast is so much easier. And, and the requirements for that show is to talk longer. Those, those shows do not go for only 15 minutes. They, they go for 20 to 30 minutes. And most of the time, I run over going for 45 minutes a day because there's just so much to talk about around the NBA. Where there's not that, there's not that buzz around baseball. That's because even the Charlotte Hornets are involved in trade rumors. Even the lowly Charlotte Hornets, whose best player is Devontae Graham, they're involved in getting a superstar in Russell Westbrook. The Thunder uh, are involved in conversations, but the Royals would never, the Royals would never be in conversations about getting a superstar. A superstar. They would just never be. Not via trade. Not via free agency. They just wouldn't. That's the big difference in the two sports, and that's how you keep fan bases engaged and, and fan bases coming around to the sport. But baseball, I think, kind of rests on their laurels a little bit of just, well, baseball's familiar. Baseball's is the only show in town for most of its season. Eventually, on a hot summer day or on a nice April night, you're going to want to go to the ballpark. You're going to want to go to the K. You're going to want to sit down look at the ambiance of a baseball game, and just get away. And that's their selling point. Whereas basketball sells you actual storylines and actual investments into their league. Football, same thing. Baseball has to do a better job at getting you invested in their league. Drew Holiday is essentially a 250 hitter who... Is a nice little player. Does a lot of things good. Nothing elite. He got back amazing draft capital for the Pelicans. And he generated about five hours worth of content around basketball. Because of the off-branching storylines of, does this small improvement help keep Giannis around? And you can just continue to build and build and build onto that to where... You have a year-round sport now. And baseball has such an amazing thing in the winter meetings. The winter meetings are incredible and should be incredible every year. The winter meetings should be 
where deals happen left and right, and it's a it's a whirlwind. You can't keep track. And I remember that's how it used to be. But recently, it's just been eh, a mystery. Teams involved over here. Uh, fifth teams involved over there. Maybe the White Sox won Alex Gordon. Like uh, that's kind of what it's turned into. You need deals to happen. You need deals to go. Bryce Harper shouldn't be waiting until February to sign a deal. Bryce Harper. We've gotten so concerned, I think, about Moneyball, effectiveness, and all that. And that's good for Kansas City. That's good for Oakland. That's good for Tampa Bay. Uh, But when even Bryce Harper can't find a big deal somewhere, that's that's a big issue to me for the long-term health of your sport because Bryce Harper should be a name that everyone knows and that everyone does know, but that everyone cares about. It'll be interesting to see how baseball can kind of capitalize on this. I mean, look, Trevor Bauer is still a free agent and we're, we're at Thanksgiving. I would just have liked to see these moves happen a lot quicker. You know what I mean? I would just like to see this move happen a lot quicker because that can really help you. But for Kansas City, we're going to have to just make something up to talk about. You want to talk about baseball movies? What's your favorite baseball movie? I think I'd go Moneyball. Moneyball would probably be my favorite movie. But be good and be good to one another.